Well, welcome to the worldwide broadcast of the Ted and Austin Brower Show, bringing you the latest world news and health research. This is Ted, and Austin will be joining me in a moment. He's having a problem hooking up right now on his Skype. But I just want to let you guys know that I am here, and we're going to have a pretty good show today. i got a lot of information to cover with you. But before I start this, I'm going to say something to everybody, and I'm going to make this as, uh, as nice as I possibly can, but it's very difficult for me to talk about this because I've lost so many friends I mean, personal friends that I've known in the past year to whatever they're calling the latest variant of whatever this bioweapon is. And then the other problem is we've got a big issue now with all of the people who are basically being put into the hospital and being killed with remdesivir. So we have a major issue happening with all of this stuff in the United States right now and the world and globally. And as they continue to add more and more variants to this list of this growing group of bioweapons that they are dispensing, and we're having more and more reactions to the bio-kill shot, I have to just be really frank with everybody today. It's I, I don't know what to say. I've got another friend of mine right now who's very, very ill, has been ill for 10 days. I've done everything I possibly can to help him, but he doesn't want to spend the money on the ivermectin. He doesn't want to take the supplements. He doesn't want to do what he needs to do, and he's staying sick. So this morning has been a very big lesson in frustration for me because his wife basically is not trying to get involved in this. He's not taking it seriously. I'm here to tell you something, guys. This thing is a nightmare, and I've had so many people that I know that have died from it. And yes. it's not a, it is not a joke. Good to have you with us, Austin. It is not a joke, and it can't be considered a joke. I had my, one of my friends this week. We had some of the ACF cough liquid that we have at the office that we use. It's a phenomenal product for colds and flu, and he was deathly sick. And uh, I, he called me up. He sounded like he's about to die, and I said to him, he's local. And I said, well, have one of your family members come over, and we'll run by the office, and we'll pick this up real quick because it's like 9 o'clock at night, and not one person in this family was willing to come over here and drive 10 miles to get the product. He's a good friend. I got in the car. I drove it to him personally. And, yes, I feel that way about all of you. If any of you were local, I would do that. But the problem is there's a certain point that everybody has to take responsibility for this, and your family has to take responsibility for it. You need to have set up. Now, please listen to me. You need to have the supplements that you're going to need in advance like the attorney general or the head, head guy of the Surgeon General of the State of Florida, whatever he was, that I reported on yesterday, gave you a complete list of stuff, including the <laughs> vitamin C, the D3, the K2, the potassium iodine, the zinc, all of those things. You know, the quercetin, he mentioned those. It's important to have that in inventory right now. Don't pretend like I'm going to go run down to the grocery store and buy a good high quality product at 12 o'clock at night when I feel I'm coming down with this. Now I'm fussing right now because I'm sick of losing friends. I've had enough of it. All right. And you guys, please, you got to do something here for yourself. You got to keep this stuff in your pantry. Take the vitamin D3. It's, it's fat soluble. It doesn't go into your system very fast. You got to build it up in your system. The vitamin C, we can bring it in very, very quickly. Have a local doctor that you know, if, you, if at all possible, within an hour radius, who can, who can give you intravenous vitamin C. I, I, I'm not, this is not through health masters, it's through your local physician. 
That's also very, very, very important. Now, listen to me. A lot of these guys may give vitamin C out, but they won't give vitamin C out to you if you're not an existing patient or if they haven't seen you before. So what you're running into or running into here is I had my friend call my doctor up today that is local who uses vitamin C intravenously, and they're booked up for two weeks. And they won't take you in to get a vitamin C IV unless you're already a patient. So you can't just call them up and say, look, I need vitamin C today. They'll tell you, we're sorry, our next appointment's in two weeks. Well, I got a newsflash for a lot of people here listening right now. You could be dead in two weeks. I don't know how to say it any more blunt than that. Okay, You've got to find a way to get this stuff lined up in advance. Whatever they're releasing here with this Omicron stuff, or if it's just another factor of shedding that they've counted on from all of these kill shot injections from their pharmacia and from their sorcery, is very, very, very real. <laughs> you got to get this. The entire medical establishment is based on that serpent, on that staff, on that snake, and that God they use to promote that is the same God that was from one of the fallen angels. I, I'm not making this stuff up, guys. And, and the thing about it is if, if we don't realize what we've got ourselves involved in and how bad this is from a, how should I say, pharmacy, pharmacia standpoint and from a sorcery standpoint, it's not going to make any sense to any of you. I mean, we've got this whole planet now is being controlled by the evil one. That's why Jesus said in the Lord's Prayer, deliver us from the evil one. It's so important that you're prepped and you're ready to go. Take your supplements on a regular basis. If you're not going to get them from Health Masters, at least get a high-quality supplement somewhere else and start taking it. Now, I don't really, I rarely say that to you, but I don't know what else to say. I don't want to lose any of you. I pray for you every single day, and it's so important that you take your stuff. My next thing is, will it cost $2 a day or $3 a day to take your supplements? Okay. How about you don't eat out a couple times this month? How about that? Okay. How about you don't buy another pair of $150 tennis shoes this month? How about that? How, how, just try to find a way to budget it in so you keep yourself healthy. Guys, the Diegler Report says they want to drop the population of the United States down to 100 million people within three years. That's a lot of people dying. Since we got almost, well, we have 350 million or so. I don't even know how many we have now. Because quite frankly, I don't believe the death rates. I think they're much higher. I think the media is lying about all of it. I mean, you can't even get people to work for you. Where'd all the people go? I know there's supposed to be 100 million people that are on the unemployment rolls. I know that we're supposed to have 65 million people hooked on opiates right now. I know we have the, you know, you can't find help. Why can't you find help anymore? Where have all the people gone? I mean, are you kidding me? Is it because of all the free money they're giving out from the government? Maybe. Or is the population dropping off that hard? I don't know, because everything they tell us is a lie. It's insanity what we've put up with here in the United States because of this group of Masonic leaders and weirdos and Kabbalists have taken over everything and are blackmailing even the good people who make stupid mistakes and get caught with people they shouldn't be with or taking drugs they shouldn't be taking or hanging out with whores. I don't know. The whole thing's sick. But you got to take care of yourself right now, guys. This isn't a game. Okay, and I, I'm, I'm, I'm sorry, I'm, I'm so frustrated this morning because I've got my one buddy now who's really, really sick. And I, and I saw it happen with Jimmy, and I saw him go to the hospital, and I saw him put him on remdesivir, and I saw him dead. 
I saw it happen with Dennis. I saw it happen with Paul. And I've got so many of you have texted me, and you have loved ones, and you've, you've, you've lost them. They're dead. You walk into the room, and they're laying on the couch dead. And <laughs> this is not a joke. I've got a friend of mine right now. I pleaded with him not to take the kill shot, the clot shot. He turned around and said, well, I want to go on some cruises. And I'm like, just forget the cruises. It ain't worth it. And now he's got blood pressure through the roof, 170 over 120, massive headaches. going to have kidney function failure, kidney damage from this. You know, I mean, all these side effects. And I've got so many people now who are suffering with high blood pressure who were forced to take the shot not to lose their jobs. And they never had a problem with high blood pressure before. So listen to me. Take your supplements. Take the cardiovascular system supplements. Take the vitamin E. Take the cod liver oil. Take the NAC. Take the HGH stimulate to maintain vascular integrity and flexibility. It's so important, guys. And I'm, I'm sorry. I'm, I'm, on, I'm on a tear today, but I, I don't know what else. I had to come to you guys directly. I just got off the phone. And my friends, I'm trying to give them the phone numbers to call for doctor's offices, and I don't have time to personally be involved in any of this. I mean, they should be doing it themselves. But everybody's pretending like this thing's not real. They're pretending like it's some kind of joke. This isn't a joke. I don't know what the heck this bioweapon, this Wuhan death thing is with these spike proteins. And I know that the doggone Wuhan death thing is not as nearly as bad as the doggone treatment protocols they're using, but I don't know what else they're sending out here right now. Keep your immune system strong, just like the, the, the Florida, you know, guy did, that he set up in Tallahassee the other day. It's so, it's so, so, Surgeon General, it's so important that we understand that. All right, I'm frustrated. Austin, go ahead and say something. <laughs> okay, I'll say something. The, uh, the Surgeon General spot on, and I've, I've encouraged a lot of people. The same thing. I say this every time on the show. My personal opinion, and this is what a lot of other doctors I've talked to about have been saying, is that this shot was specifically designed to be a viral spreader. That's what I've, I've heard that from three different doctors I know now that have been involved in this. They said they personally think from the research on it, this injection is designed to be a viral spreader. They released whatever they did. They cooked up in Wuhan in China, and they let it loose. And it was basically pretty much a mutated flu. Because quite frankly, when you look at it, the beginning of 2020, in the middle of 2020, the actual death rate of what was going on wasn't that realistic as far as as horrific as they made it to be. Majority of people that were dying were the same people that would have already died anyways if they got the flu. Most of them were obese. They had multiple comorbidities. Remember, they had not started the remdesivir treatment yet either. They didn't start that till the end of last year when they finally got approval. What they're doing now is they're pumping more and more drugs and more and more shots into more and more people. There was just an article now at the bottom of the doggone um, New York Times, and they admitted it. I've told you guys about this already, how strange it has become now for these experimental use, emergency use authorizations to be used on all these new drugs and shots when this was never Never set as a precedent. Let me explain something to you. And, I, and Dad has said it before, and there's a friend of ours that used to work for the FDA. She sent us numerous audio texts, and she used to work on basically the approval and advisory panels with the FDA. And she blatantly said the emergency use authorizations, their intent for those originally was not to roll out drugs without any type of research. They were drugs that showed possible, you know, basically positive aspects for individuals that were essentially terminal. 
There were like stage four pancreatic cancer patients that were unbelievable pain. And it was like, okay, we're going to allow this to be authorized for use on these individuals that are in stage four cancer as a kind of Hail Mary is a football term there. There's a last ditch pass to see if we can possibly save them and, you know, as an experimental usage, see what it's going to do. And sometimes it works, sometimes it doesn't, sometimes the person still dies, sometimes it actually makes them live a little bit longer, and there's different uses to it. Emergency use. Emergency use. It's an emergency. The person's stage four terminal, they're going to die, so we're giving it to them. This roundabout thing that they're doing now, where they're not even making anything go through clinical trials, the most disturbing one now is this new drug, this molnuparvir. This is the one that Merck just came out with. It's the oral drug that Merck just released. The FDA voted to recommend emergency use authorization for the drug because it had 32 days of isolated hamster cell testing before it got the green light. I'm going to repeat that. It got 32 days of hamster testing and has now gotten approval, emergency use approval, to start being tested on the human populace, which will be about another 30-day trial. And then they're going to say it's totally cool, it's totally safe, and we're going to roll it out now to the general populace. If people aren't realizing what's happening (laughs) and how they're intentionally trying to kill people right now, I don't know what else to make it more obvious. 30 days, 32 days of hamster trials, and we've now emergency used a drug. And what's crazy about it is, here's the kicker. Here's the kicker. France's own National Authority of Health said they will absolutely not allow this drug in their country. And you go, well, why? Well, the researchers at the North Carolina University of North Carolina studied the isolated hamster usage over 32 days and found the drug induced mutations in the DNA. Those mutations can contribute to development of cancer and birth defects, either in developing fetuses or through incorporation into sperm precursor cells. Guys, this is DNA gene therapy. This is DNA editing. Do you hear what they just said in the research article? It can cause contribute to development of cancer or birth defects in developing fetuses or into sperm precursor cells, meaning this is going to jump generations. If you take this drug, it's highly probable your DNA is going to be changed, and it's going to change your offspring and their offspring and their offspring. If people haven't figured out now that they're trying to change everybody's DNA the way they are with this gene therapy and CRISPR-9 gene editing and all this stuff they're up to now, you got your head in the sand. That's why I've encouraged people Stay away the best you possibly can from these experimental drugs right now. It's so funny to me from an ironic standpoint that we have researchers and doctors and scientists that are first right in the middle of the trenches, right in the middle of going, dude, we stacked vitamin C with high doses of zinc and quercetin with ivermectin, and people were out of the hospital in three to five days. No, 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 no. you can't talk about that. You can't talk about it. That's fake news. It's not approved by the World Health Organization or by the CDC, so you can't talk about it. Well, I don't remember the last time the World Health Organization, the CDC, we voted on whether or not they get to suppress information. You guys remember the last time we voted for that? When I vote on the ballot and this ballot. No, actually, I don't. There was never a time we voted for the CDC and the World Health Organization to be the gatekeepers of the First Amendment and not allow people to talk about natural treatments. I don't ever remember voting on that because we never did. We never consented to that. That's why it is so important you get the truth and get the news out there. 
because there is something going on very strange right now with these shots. As Dad said, I, and I know numerous people as well, personal people I know that have gotten it now, the exact same thing. One thing that I keep hearing repeatedly now is cardiac problems and blood pressure problems. People that never had issues with blood pressure, now all of a sudden they're you know, 180 over 100 all the time. Like, I mean, I mean, kidneys about to blow out. Can't get their blood pressure under control. Taking blood pressure meds still isn't fixing it. Guys, that's not normal. Normal healthy people that aren't overweight don't just all of a sudden have enormous spikes in blood pressure without some type of cause, unless they're having issues with pericarditis. Oh, there you go. My opinion, I think a lot of people are having mild underlying pericarditis, and they don't even know they're having it. A lot of times, athletes can get mild pericarditis, and it goes away on itself once the inflammation is subdued because the body takes care of it. The problem with this is this spike protein is causing so much inflammation, it's not going away. It's continually getting worse and worse, or it's this lingering effect, just like the guy I told you about in Miami, the dealer that I know down, down there, the sales rep. Perfectly healthy, great guy, saw him in January, no shots, running around, super energetic, saw him again six months later, had both shots, so sick, in the hospital every week or two, has no energy, can't function, BP through the roof, and told me, well, it's not because of the shot, I, I'm healthy. I said, what, well, do you have COVID? I don't have COVID. So you got the flu? I don't have flu. They can't figure out what's wrong with me. I, I can barely get out of bed in the morning. Think it was the shot? Oh, no, 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 the shot's, it's totally safe. It's safe and effective. Okay, Joe Biden, can you repeat it any quicker? I mean, guys, wake up and realize what's going on. And at the same time now, as we're seeing more and more of these drugs rolling out, we're seeing the behind-the-scenes food shortages going through the roof. Now we saw this massive tornado that went through Kentucky, if you guys saw that. And now article came out. They're now saying expect food prices, inflation skyrocketing after chickens, Tractors and grain silos were destroyed in Kentucky. Now, it's interesting about this. They said John Deere dealerships all the way to Mayfield Grain, which handles over 50 million bushels of grain every year, all of them were completely damaged and torn down. Said a 200-mile swath through Kentucky has pulled down grain systems, chicken hatcheries, and blown over barns. They said another one that basically Pilgrim's Pride Chicken Hatchery was a total loss. They said a town of only 10,000 has suffered the worst damage from tornado in history. They're now having to go through and slaughter all the chickens that are left alive because they're so injured. Now, I'm not saying this was a tornado that was brewed up in some type of DARPA lab. I'm not saying that at all. What I am saying is you can do your research and find out that weather warfare has gone all the way back to the 60s and is documented. You can even look it up on Wikipedia. They talk about it with the Air Force, how they've designed it to be used as basically warfare. Again, that's what they're saying. I'm not, I'm not saying they did this with a tornado. What I'm saying is don't you find it very odd that all of a sudden in the middle of December – when it's freezing cold, <laughs> freezing cold weather, not hot, freezing cold weather, a giant tornado cuts through the biggest chicken area and biggest grain area in Kentucky in the middle of December, right when we're having huge shortages on food and huge inflationary rises on food right now. You're saying you guys have to think out of the box. I remember when I talked to a guy a long time ago, and I talked to him about HARP and DARPA and the weather warfare, and he goes, that's, that's not true. I said, look it up. I said, look it up online. He goes, nah. I said, look it up. Said, don't believe me. Don't believe me. Don't listen to anything I say. All I ask is you look it up and do your own research and come to your own conclusion. And I, I ran into him like a week later. I said, have you ever looked that up? And he looks at me and shakes his head. He goes, dude, it's way worse than I thought it was. I said, yeah, I know. 
He goes, they've been doing this stuff since Vietnam. I said, yeah, I know. <laughs> I said, the way they had it dialed in in Vietnam in the 60s and going into the 70s, I said, think of what they're capable of now 50 years later of R&D research and testing it. I said, am I saying that all acts of God, so to speak, and basically weather in this inclement is all made up and man-made? Not at all. I'm not even implying that. I'm not even suggesting that. What I am saying is, though, there is a very significant reason why they're still spending billions of dollars on this chemtrail project. Why you go outside in the middle of the day and you see planes literally playing tic-tac-toe and it's not contrails. And I get so irritated when I've had people argue with that before. I said, dude, I know multiple pilots. I know people that do this for a living as far as fly around. And even they are saying those are not contrails. They are not vapor trails. They are chemtrails that do not dissipate. They sit there and turn down to a spooge by the end of the day. There's a reason why they're doing all this stuff. And again, when I saw that happen in Kentucky the other day, that was very disturbed. Not only you know, my condolences to the family and people that lost their lives out there, the livelihoods, but again – we're already seeing a rapid increase in inflationary rates right now with food. That's why you saw – I told you guys this, and a lot of people took advantage of it, and I encouraged you. I said the, those meat buckets, the dehydrated meat buckets that we have, those things were selling out of stocks. I told you, I said, our price is going up 30% on them, and I cannot find them anywhere else for any other quality for any better price. So it's going up. I've talked to the manufacturer, talked to the main rep, regional rep. So what is going on? He goes, dude, we can't get the beef and the chicken for a decent price. He goes, everything's going up. And I said, golly, now, see what happens in Kentucky? On top of that, I heard now the Corvette factory got hit in Kentucky as well. In Bowling Green, they got clipped. They had basically flooding and uh, basically had a bunch of outages and stuff got damaged over there as well. Again, now we're going to see more shortages in the vehicle markets. This is not by accident, guys. This is happening right now in 2020 because, remember, the United Nations 2030 agenda wants to have all this stuff fully implemented in their handbook. You can look it up online. That's why you see states like New York and California doubling down on their mandates and restrictions. The restrictions that didn't work for the last two years, they're working again. And as Dad said, this virus and the stuff floating around is very real. I know a lot of people have gotten sick. But it's even worse is the treatment they're putting people on in the hospital. But it's even worse is the fact they're using this issue with people getting sick as an excuse to strip people's liberties. And that is a very, very bad precedent that we're now watching. Because remember, these guys don't move in full aggressive, you know, offensive format. They move a couple centimeters. They move you just to the point where you start pushing back and protesting. Then they take one step back. They let you calm down. They let you fizzle down like they've done. You watch it. This is why I predicted so many things that have happened. They've happened exactly the way Ted and I said. And once you look at it and watch what they do, you can read their playbook. Then they push a little bit more, a little bit more, a little bit more. So everybody pitches the fit and pushes. And they push a little bit back, step a little bit back. I mean, think where we were in 2019. Think of our rights and freedoms, even though they were massively restricted and the NSA was massively spying and all this stuff was going on. Think about what happened in the end of 2019 and how free everything was, so to speak. And now look at where we are just two years later. And the vast majority and the vast majority of states aren't even saying no. They're simply complying. And it goes further and further in taking people's self-sufficiency away. It's not your right to stay healthy. It's not your right to be on your own. It's not your right to take care of you. It's the government's right. It's the government's responsibility to babysit you. Now in California, they have now officially passed a generator ban by 2024. They're passing regulation aimed at small off-road engines that will ban the sale of portable generators in the state along with generators mounted in recreational vehicles. They're now saying that any generator by 2028 is going to have to meet zero emission standards. 
Now, it doesn't take a rocket scientist to realize what that means. They want to make sure that there are no generators left. Because essentially, any type of internal combustion engine, no matter how restrictive you make it, it is going to have some type of emission. They don't want people being able to be self-sustained. It's not coincidence, guys, that all this stuff is lined up to happen before 2030. The same thing they're doing with 2025, with the EV vehicle push, and the mandates with this car thing that they want to do now, where they want to have all the cars with cameras in them to monitor what you're doing as a pilot program, and a mile tax. This is so important that we continue to push back and call it out. You've got to expose it for what it is. See, the more people, and I've said this repeatedly, the more people that talk about it, the more people that hashtag it, the more people that comment on it, the more people that repost it, the more traction it gets, and the algorithms go nuts. That's why you'll see a lot of times something will come up in the news, and it'll get a horrible, horrible negative critique and review in social media. Everybody's pushing back. Everybody's hammered. What do they do? Whoa, whoa, whoa. They dial it back in because they know people aren't ready to accept it. We have to start making it known that we're not ready to accept anything that they're trying to push at us because pretty much as we've seen right now, the government – and this is a hard thing for a lot of people to grasp. The government is not there to help you, protect you, or care about you. They are there to exploit you to the highest extent, take everything they can out of you, and then leave you to die in the medical industrial complex penniless. That is the main goal of the banking cartel that runs the U.S. government, that is in bed with the FDA, that runs basically the big pharmaceutical companies. There is no excuse to have drugs that are already showing to cause DNA deformities in offspring within 32 days of hamster testing to get emergency use authorization to start testing on human beings. There is no excuse that should be being done right now unless you're trying to reduce the long-term population and cause so much DNA problems that eventually in 10, and 20, 30 years, nobody's going to be able to reproduce. And what? The population will be under 500,000 which is what they're looking at. This is why they're continually pushing that. This is why it's so important we get the truth out there. What do you think, Deb? Uh, under 500 million, that's the goal. And, uh, you know, and yes, so that's you're right. What the, I apologize. You, yeah, that's okay. And, and so, you know, and forgive me for that first, you know, abrupt opening. <laughs> I just got off the phone with a friend who didn't want to listen. And I just, I'm just, you know, kind of flustered this morning a little bit, but I calm myself back down for a few minutes. And so let me give you a couple of scriptures real quick and some ancient texts that talk about some of the stuff because, you know, Genesis chapter six talks about the fallen angels coming down and breeding with women. Uh, and basically the book of Jubilees also is an old text and it's also used in a historical context. And the book of Jubilee in verse uh, chapter four, 21 through 22 says, and he was moreover with the angels of God, these six Jubilees of years. And they showed him everything which is on the earth and in the heavens, the sun. And he wrote down everything and he testified to the watchers. These are the fallen angels who had sinned with the daughters of men. With these have begun to unite themselves, so to be defiled with the daughters of men. Okay, and then also in Enoch verses chapter seven verses one through two, it happened after the sons of men had multiplied in those days that the daughters were born of them, elegant and beautiful. And when the watchers, the sons of heaven, beheld them, they became enamored of them, saying to each other, "Come, let us select for ourselves the progeny of men, and let us beget children." These are the offspring of the fallen angels. They call them benign de Nephilim, sons of the fallen. And these are the ones that have been ruling the planet through their ancient Canaanite religions and human sacrifices for thousands upon thousands upon thousands of years. This is a group. They still run it today, the ancient Canaanite religions. Now, what we have to also realize, if you go back into the ancient Greek mythology, 
y'all have, you have Greek and you've got Zeus and you've got Apollo and all this. These are all, in my opinion, and a lot of other people feel the same way, sons of the watchers. So you have these demagogues, they're called. They're half fallen angel, half human, but they've got supernatural powers and they were worshipped as gods, which they're not. They were worshipped that way. And the mortal mother, according to the Greek stuff, was made the more the mortal mother of Acephalus, who was the one who basically started quote modern medicine, whose name is Coronis, while pregnant with Acephalus, married a mortal man. Apollo then struck both Coronis and her husband dead. As Corona's body lay burning on the funeral pyre, Apollo performed the first Assyrian section to free the baby, Acephalus, from his mother's wounds and certain death. The symbol of Acephalus is a single serpent wrapped around the pole and one of the two symbols for medicine, which feature the serpent in modern medicine. These physicians and attendants who served as gods were known as the Therapeuti of Acephalus. The child of the fallen watcher Apollyon was supposedly Acephalus in the Greek and is worshipped as the god of medicine, healing, rejuvenation, and physicians. According to the book in Enoch chapter 7 verse 10, they took women, each choosing for themselves, where they began to approach with whom they cohabited, teaching them sorcery and incantations. For the oldest records, we have to look at the the book of Enoch and, the, and what's going on with it. In Enoch chapter 9, verses 6 says, They taught sorcery to whom they had given authority over those who had associated with them. They had gone together to the daughters of men and had lain with them. Thus the whole earth is filled with blood and with their iniquity. Then also in Enoch 10, basically, God said to go announce to this crime. That it, I'm not going to read all the stuff to you about out of Enoch. You can read it yourself. But the, basically, we need to realize that this this demonic thing, this half-fallen angel, half-human, whatever it was, Cephalus, is being worshipped today as far as the god of medicine. You see the doctors who run around with their white coats on as if they're wearing clerical gowns like a clergy, like they have their own uniform. And they have their, their cross, which is their stethoscope, which hangs around their neck. So that you guys and people have been taught to follow them blindly and do whatever they tell you to do, for they hold the power of life and death. I'm not – this is the way medicine used to be looked at, guys. My parents, you know, they were born in the early 1900s. They were in awe of physicians. The doctor said this. The doctor said that. The doctor said this. We don't have that anymore. The doctors are basically, how should I say, culpable in all of these deaths with remdesivir. The doctors are culpable in all of these deaths by preventing people from having treatment with vitamin C, hydroxychloroquine, and ivermectin, potassium iodide, and zinc. These doctors are culpable in this because they're pushing the mainstream media and the mainstream medical narrative on you can't use natural protocols. That's why this Surgeon General in Florida really broke the mold the other day when he came out and pronounced it. But did you hear any national news stories talk about it? Hmm? Did you? Did you hear Fox cover that? Did you? Did you hear CNN or CBS or ABC cover it? Nope, you will not. I was personally banned back in the 90s after Bill Clinton allowed people to come in and buy every single station in the in the, in, a, in an area so they could push propaganda i was personally banned from a whole bunch of stations and networks around the country because i was talking about how the top 10 foods were killing us 
that the globalists wanted us to eat and destroy us. And they didn't want me doing that. And there were a lot of other health people that were on these shows, those types of shows, 30 years ago. I've been doing this for almost 40 years. And most of them have been taken off the air, too. Even on Christian networks, they've been taken off the air. And you see it over and over and over again, with the exception of a Christian network that was talking about the dangers of the kill shot with Global Star. And suddenly Marcus Lamb, the founder of Global Star, comes down with coronavirus, and suddenly he's in the hospital with a comorbidity, and he's dead. So will Global Star continue to talk about the problems associated with the kill shot, the clot shot? I don't know. We're going to find out pretty quick, aren't we? Right now, they're still in a grieving process. But, guys, it's so important to realize that it's pharmacia and it's sorcery and it's drugging people to make them all wonder what in the world is really happening so they cannot believe and know the truth. The God of this age has put a veil across the minds and the hearts of the unbeliever. So they will not know and believe the truth because he doesn't want you to see what's going on. Like Austin just said, he had a friend who he's talking to him about chemtrails. You know, here's the thing. I said this a few weeks ago. I'm going to say it again. You can look up and see the chemtrails. They're not contrails. They're not dissipating in the air. They're staying around and forming look like cirrus clouds. You know, you can check the water. I've done it twice, and it was very high in aluminum and barium, and I've posted the test results on our website. You can look them up, both of them. You know, that's not coming from the rainwater naturally. It's being put into the air. Now, I can show those results to people. I can show them pictures of chemtrails, which have been going on since, gosh, since World War II. I can show them that we have that technology, and I can show them all the patents associated with it, which there are many. I can have him even read the book, Angels Don't Play This Harp, by Nick Begelcheck. It didn't make a difference. If they don't have eyes to see, they're not going to see. If they don't have ears to hear, they're not going to hear. They're not going to pay any attention to this. Maybe that's why my appeal to you, a guy who was so, how should I say, strained today when I first started the show. I don't know what else to say. I've had so many emails. I don't have any supplements. I have COVID. They want to put me in the hospital. What do I do? <laughs> I just shake my head and I go, wow, this is awful. And it puts me in an awkward position as the person who basically is on the show talking to you guys. And my, and my response is simply this. Why don't people listen? I don't know. Let me give you an example. Just give you a perfect example. If 5,000 milligrams of vitamin C will help to slow down the symptoms and the development of a disease, and 8,000 milligrams of vitamin C will get rid of it, why do you think 5,000 is going to work? It doesn't work that way. <laughs> you have to have a certain threshold in order to allow it to happen. So what I always tell folks is this. you got to take enough supplements on a regular basis in order to stay healthy. And don't be saying, well, I want to go on a cruise. I want to travel to Europe. My favorite one was we were on the beach a few weeks ago in Sarasota, my wife and I, and some guy was there, and he said the shots were absolutely horrible, but he took one because he wanted to go on safari to Africa. And he went there, and he went on safari and basically came home and had a great time on safari. But how many more safaris will he go on? I'm asking you guys a question. Look, I've been to Europe a bunch over the years because my family's there. Whether I ever go there again or not is academic to me. Will I miss not going? Yeah, I like Europe. It's a nice place. Do I like the liberal viewpoints they have over there? No, I don't like that at all. 
But do I like the Christmas markets in Germany? Absolutely, they're wonderful. But will my world come to a screeching halt if I don't go back to Germany, if I don't take the kill shot? The reality is I'm not going to take the kill shot. You know, now all these folks that I feel so sorry for, the Biden mandate has been basically overturned. I hope it stays overturned as far as companies over 100 people. You know, many of the federal workers now, including Amtrak workers in Congress <laughs> and the Postal Service, they don't have to take the kill shot. And Governor DeSantis has now said in Florida that nobody can be fired for not taking the kill shot. So, you know, all of us are in a big fight, and all of it's being used for, as always, to divide and conquer everybody. It really is. Now, a lot of people are saying, well, you don't know if vitamin C will do what you say it's going to do or not. Okay, let me give you the reference. I'm posting this on the website. This is from Orthomolecular Medicine News Service, February the 21st, 2020, almost two years ago. Three intravenous vitamin C research studies are approved for treating COVID-19. Intravenous vitamin C is already being deployed in China against COVID-19 coronavirus. I'm, I'm receiving regular updates because I am part of the medical and scientific board to the International Intravenous Vitamin C China Epidemic Medical Support Team. And it goes on to the report of China. I'm, and this is all being suppressed. Now, I basically have decided just to post this again. I posted it two years ago. This is not a joke. Vitamin C turns into hydrogen peroxide in the blood. It pretty much zaps everything. You combine that with a vitamin C stack, supplements, and the other things that I've talked about, it, it makes a huge difference in all types of virals and viruses and colds. But I'm, I'm, I'm going to get off that now. By the way, Michigan doctor has been raided by the FBI and has been arrested for treating COVID patients with vitamin C. <laughs> Just to tie it together. And, and you know, I'm, I posted this. And the, the Michigan doctor is charged with felonies for treating coronavirus patients with vitamin C. Uh, this is a, this is the Metro Detroit Clinic was raided following allegations that he was illegally treating coronavirus patients with vitamin C. Dr. Charles Mock, M.O.K., who leads the medical spa in Shelby Township, has been accused of committing health care fraud and a conspiracy to commit health care fraud. He's being charged in federal court for these supposed crimes. Mock is an advocate for treating coronavirus patients with vitamin C in order to boost their immune systems while they fight off the virus. Guys. This whole thing has gotten to be so, how should I say, contrived and controlled by the mainstream narrative that they don't want you to know that there are natural approaches to any viral load. There are, and people don't get that. You know, They want you in that Rockefeller, Rothschild, Satanic, Sabbatean, Kabbalist, Luciferian, Synagogue of Satan, Pharmacia, Mind Control group. Don't ask me to repeat that. I don't think I can. <laughs> but the point is, that's what they want. And once we get this, you start to understand what's happening. Germany right now, Europe's biggest producer, is on the brink of a winter recession, even though their car business is being completely stymied because of the slowdown of parts of supplies to the supply lines because they're trying to slow down the velocity of money so they don't create hyperinflation until they want it. Austin was right. Why in the world do we get a winter tornado in December going through Kentucky, knocking out a whole bunch of farms and processing plants, and also grain silos containing feed for animals? Why in the heck did that happen? I personally believe, as Austin also believes, that was complete and controlled harp weather manipulation. I really do. Because this is what they want to do is to reduce the amount of available food. I've got a friend of mine who, who fled Venezuela. He said you couldn't get food, you couldn't get gas, couldn't get anything down there. And, and, the, and, the, and their dollar went to nothing, their Venezuela currency. 
And they could even pro- they could even run the refinery plants. I know this because of the IMF and because of what they did as far as loans and you know in petrodollars to keep the refineries going and the transference of the wealth of the oil. Think about it. It's the largest oil holding country in the world, and they're completely and totally broke because they can't process their oil or get it out of the ground because they decided that the international monetary funds had decided they weren't going to do it. They were had they had too much autonomy. They had made this mistake with Germany, and they allowed Germany to get too strong, and they had to crush Germany because Germany went in and got rid of the fiat currency and started printing their own notes without debt. That's what something John F. Kennedy tried to do with Executive Order 11110. It always goes back to these crazy doctors who are absolutely and totally a bunch of low life. That's all they are. We need to understand that. By the way, the NFL now is requiring <laughs> a booster shot for all of their players. They haven't had enough players come down with myocarditis or basically uh, pericarditis at this point, and not enough, pay, not enough soccer players have dropped dead while on the field or had massive heart attacks. So the NFL is mandating booster shots for coaches and staff after record number of players are testing positive for COVID because – the COVID test doesn't work, number one, and the shot doesn't work. The NFL distributed a memo to all teams on Monday night. Now, see, Tier 1 and Tier 2 personnel are now mandated to receive the COVID booster shot by December 27th. This announcement comes after, announcement comes after 37 players tested positive for COVID-19 on Monday, a new record since the league implemented its testing protocols in 2020. The previous high occurred earlier this year. When 24 players tested positive on July the 28th, a Tier 3 staff reported tested positive for the Omicron variant of COVID. How do they know it's Omicron? That's my question. How do they know that? Where's the test for that? Is that the PCR test? What kind of test are they using? PCR test doesn't work. Unbelievable. Tier 1 personnel include players, coaches, physicians, trainers, and necessary personnel who require direct contact with players. Tier 2, person, tier two personnel consists of general managers, front office staff, and other football operations employees. Although players are considered Tier 1 personnel, they will not be included in the booster mandate because the requirement would need to be negotiated with the NFL Players Association first, and probably they don't want to have more players dropping dead on the field. If Tier 1 and Tier 2 staff do not comply with the new booster mandate, those employees will lose their vaccination status, which is a requirement by the National Failed Football League. During the offseason, some teams were forced to part ways or reassign coaches and staff who refused to take the kill shot. Guys, Look at what they're doing. See, they use, they use football and they use sports as a way to pacify the masses. You know, you, you know, have a tribal mentality, basically. You know, that's how we're raised. You know, the tribe can be your family. The tribe can be your nationality. The tribe can be your football team. I'm a patriot. I'm a buccaneer. I'm an Atlanta Falcon. I'm a Raider. And you recognize and you relate to that particular football team because when you go to work, you're treated like garbage in many cases, not all cases. When you do the profession you've chosen, you may be treated like garbage. You have all of these things happening to you all of the time, and suddenly you have an outlet. Don't you think this was planned? You have an outlet. Look at the sports TV channels. There's hundreds of them. Gosh, you can listen to You can play women's volleyball in the Ukraine if you want to watch it on cable networks. There are all these different apps now to buy and look at anything you want to do as far as sports. And it allows you to have an outlet to allow you to relate to a team, to a winning team. My wife treats me horrible. My husband treats me horrible. My boss treats me horrible. But I don't care because I'm a patriot. I'm part of the patriot winning team. 
I'm a buccaneer. And you relate to it. And it's, it's human nature to be part and wanting to be part of a winning team or winning group. And it was done intentionally to, to subdue the masses. That's why there's so many sports teams. And so many people get addicted to it. So many people get addicted to betting on sports teams. That's why the mafiosa groups are running so many booking and bookie places all over the world to book on the, to, to place bets on these teams. I'll never forget. I was watching that one movie uh, with Johnny Depp a few years ago. It was on, it was on Dillinger and he was out there robbing banks and he walks into one of his cohort crime lords and he says, we don't rob banks anymore. We run numbers. We run the books. We'll make as much money in one hour as you'll make robbing your biggest job ever robbed. We don't have to rob banks. We take it all right here, and it's every day, all day. That's the group that runs betting. That's the group that runs the NFL, as far as I'm concerned, my opinion, and all other major sports leagues, in my opinion, and all major college teams, in my opinion. That's what happens when you get groups of people that are, how should I say, unscrupulous and who are criminals running the game. Remember, the NFL is not licensed as a sport. It's licensed as entertainment. And I guess they figure if you're silly enough to bet on it when everything's going to be rigged, it's up to you. Haven't you ever wondered why so many calls aren't made? Well, so many face mask calls aren't made, horse collar calls aren't made, or why so many calls are made that really didn't happen? And all of a sudden you say, well, that doesn't make any sense. It got so bad they had to start playing reviews because they couldn't trust their own refs. And this is exactly what's happened throughout the entire sports industry. It makes you want to be a part of a winning team and makes you want to sit around and watch TV and not do research on what really is happening around us. Guys, it's so important that you do the research. Look at, you know, this lady who just came out on Howard Stern's this week. She did an interview. She's a singer. And she basically said that she has been addicted to pornography since she was 11 years old. And you think, what the heck? How in the world can you be addicted to pornography since you were 11 years old? Well, a lot of kids get addicted to it. And when they basically get addicted to pornography, it says it messed with her brain and it ruined her brain and how she thinks. I mean, it's sad. It really is. And the same thing is always happening, isn't it? This girl's name is Billie English. And she, Elish, let me read me, let me see, Elish, E-I-L-I-S-A. She said that she began watching pornography at 11 and it destroyed her brain. You gotta realize this, guys. You gotta watch your kids and make sure they don't get involved with this stuff. You've got another state today, Ben Affleck comes out. I don't really address this kind of stuff because it's kind of tabloid news. He said, I would have still been drinking if I'd stayed married to Jennifer Gardner. And now, yeah, here's the thing about this. I realize that marriages have both sides of this. I got that. I realize that when you marry somebody, the wife or the husband, either one, could probably drive somebody else to drink. I'm not even going to say that's not possible because there's some really bad marriages out there and some really bad spouses. I'm not going to say that. Here's the problem. Jennifer Aniston is a very committed Christian, according to what I've read. The Bible says, come ye out from among them, be ye separate, touch not the unclean thing. Don't be unequally yoked to the unbeliever. It's what the word says. So whenever you get into a situation where you're marrying somebody because you think they're hot or you think they're a great catch or you think you're going to be able to have a great lifestyle with them, and all of a sudden you start finding out that the marriage isn't what you thought it was going to be. Maybe they're wild. Maybe they're promiscuous like Ben Affleck was. Maybe he kept his pants zipped with his nanny. Maybe these things wouldn't have happened. I don't know. All I know is this. You know, marriages, when you have them, they have to be worked on by both parties. And the Bible warns you not to marry the unbeliever. 
Very, very important that you understand that. Really important that you understand that when you marry the unbeliever, you marry the unbeliever's family and the <laughs> and the unbeliever's siblings and everybody else. And it won't be just one person that you're trying to change their mind or change their attitude. It's going to be their entire family. It's best, as always, to do what the Bible says and not be unequally yoked. Guys, listen to me. I love you. I have the opportunity to pray with you today. It'd be kind of a different show today, a little bit edgy because of what happened to you this morning. But, guys, I appreciate you. I love you. And I I think the world of you. Austin, finish it up, and I'll talk to you tomorrow. God bless. Absolutely. Absolutely. And, and just to clarify, on the second time he said Jennifer Aniston, she's not a Christian. But I know he was referring to Jennifer Gardner the same when he said the first time. Jennifer Gardner has done numerous conferences and reports about how why it's so important to take her family to church, why she takes her kids to church, why basically her faith was restored. So she did that Christian movie back in 2016. It's also another reason why you don't really see her in Hollywood anymore. From what I've been told, from people that have been in that industry, it's very, very difficult to maintain your Christian faith while you're in the middle of it, if you're really in the middle of it. I had a guy I know that was out there for a while in the music industry, and he pretty much said while you're out there, he said, you can pretty much do your own thing. You can be independent to some extent. And he said, but once you start getting up to about 10, 20, 30 million dollar net worth, he said, pretty much at that point, you either do what they tell you they're going to do or they pretty much ruin you. He said, because at that point, you catch their eyes. They know you are no longer a small wig out there, you know, doing a, a you know, B-roll movie for a hundred grand and being a Christian. You actually have a platform. That's why you see most of the individuals, once they start getting really big, a lot of them start having significant mental problems. And I don't think that's just from being out there. I think what a lot of that is is the stuff they know, the stuff they see, and the stuff they're conflicted about. You've seen that in numerous pop stars and musicians. You saw it happen with Kanye West where he started coming out about what's really going on. Did that 45-minute rant in the middle of his concert years ago talking about how corrupt and perverted the music industry is. All of a sudden, they Baker acted him, had him extracted out of his house you know, to for a mental evaluation. Then he comes back and he's just sitting there like a log. Now he's back out again, and he's he's back and forth in it. And I'm not saying he's a great guy or saying he makes great music. What I'm saying is he's been very very vocal about Jesus, and then he's gone back and he goes back and forth again. I think that industry out there, I think it's so far polluted even more so than any of us can even comprehend, even from talking to people out there. I think when you get on that level, at that level of income, and that valuation out there in that industry, you probably see and know so much perversion that it's so hard to see it and not be convicted at some point. It's my opinion on it from what I've been told from people that basically made it out of that. Also, too, in other news, they're now showing over in Europe now over 310 Patients or athletes have been gone into cardiac arrest and 177 have now died after the COVID injection. This isn't an accident. This, again, is exactly what we were afraid of was going to start occurring. And at the same time, you're still seeing businesses, still seeing businesses treating their healthy, their healthy employees like criminals. Remember what I said from the beginning? I said, why is it that law-abiding, hardworking, healthy employees are being treated like criminals because they don't want to take an experimental injection. It's not like we're talking about individuals who are unvaccinated or coming into work, coughing and hacking and infecting everybody and unbelievably sick. That's not the case. That's really never the case now. Most people are acute enough. They know, hey, if I got a cold, if I'm coughing and hacking, I'm just going to stay home. 
Why are they treating people that want to stay healthy? There was a meme that I saw earlier, and it was this photo of this guy getting injections. It's a cartoon. And the more injections he got in each you know, cartoon clip, he got sicker and sicker and sicker and sicker and sicker. The final one, he's over in the corner with an IV in him hooked up to electrodes monitoring his heart rate with a giant bag over his face. Looks like he weighs about 50 pounds and has a diaper on, depends on adult diapers because I guess he's basically defecating on himself. Skin and bones, looks like he's about to die. And there's a guy over on the other side of the room doing curls, all tan, working out. He goes, why won't you get your shot? Don't you want to be healthy like me? If you don't get your shot, it puts me at risk. And the guy, the basically the bodybuilder in the corner that's working out naturally, goes, nah, nah, I'm good, bud. You enjoy that. And I just kind of thought about it and kind of chuckled because that's what we're starting to see now. People getting sicker and sicker, wearing their double mask, getting bacterial pneumonia, getting unbelievably sick, high blood pressure in the hospital, in the doctor's office. And then we're walking around extremely healthy, other than my busted wrist right now. <laughs> other than that, I'm usually extremely healthy. And they go, if you don't get your shot, you're putting me at risk. I'm like, oh, sorry, bud. You're at risk. Welcome to life. <laughs> There's inherent risk of being born. Once you're alive, there are risks everywhere. If you're that scared, sit in your house, lock your doors, board your windows up, and order Uber Eats the rest of your life, and don't walk outside if you're that terrified of everybody else. But don't expect... Healthy, grown adults to live in your delusional fantasy because you think they need to be experimented on with an injection to make sure you're healthy. Do the math, guys. Wake up and wake as many people up as you can. As I was mentioning earlier, Kroger now, like the Kroger supermarkets, they are now cutting COVID benefits for unvaxxed staff and also charging them an increased monthly Healthcare surcharge. This is so sick to me. They're now saying the grocery store chain has sent out a memo to staffers last week announcing a new policy. They'll take effect January 1st. Unvaccinated managers and employees will face a $50 monthly surcharge increase to their company's healthcare plans. And also, they will no longer be entitled to any type of paid for emergency leave if they fall ill from COVID-19. And it goes on here. This is from the Wall Street Journal. This this is how polluted and propagandized the Wall Street Journal is. So at the end of this article, it says, the move is part of the company's effort to encourage employees to get vaccinated in light of the Occupational Safety and Health Administration requirement, OSHA, which mandates companies with 100 employees or more to make sure staffers are inoculated against COVID by January 4th. Well, first off, that's already been struck down by the Fifth Circuit Court and been put on hold. OSHA put out their own memo that said they are not going to be enforcing it because the Fifth Circuit Court, they will not be enforcing any aspect of their mandate. And secondly, to be inoculated against COVID, the term inoculate means to basically give treatment to somebody that prevents them from catching a disease. Inoculating it against COVID-19 by taking an experimental injection that does not prevent you from getting it nor prevent you from spreading it is not the correct term, Wall Street Journal. And the OSHA mandate is no longer being forced at all because the Fifth Circuit Court and now the Sixth Circuit Court is expected to rule the same way that it's unconstitutional. But again, this is why they call it propaganda. The Wall Street Journal putting out pure filth, as always, in order to try to scare individuals in order to force them to get the shot. Now, again, I would fight this if I worked for Kroger. Now you're discriminating against me and you're charging me money, a monthly surcharge, because I have a religious exemption? How does that work out? 
So I have a religious belief, a deeply held religious belief. That is in parentheses. That's what you say, a deeply held religious belief. And now you're going to fine me for having a deeply held religious belief? Never going to hold up. Again, Kroger's opened himself up for a massive lawsuit. And I hope they do. I hope enough people continue to stand their ground and get the attorneys, the pit bull attorneys, the big boys, the heavy hitters, and get them involved in this. I'm not normally a big fan of attorneys, but this has to stop, and we have to push back with every inch of muscle we have in this country and flex on them and show them this will not be tolerated in a constitutional republic. I've seen a lot of people doing that now with a lot of companies, and I commend them for that. So thank you again for the support. Thank you for getting this information out there. If you need anything, be sure to stock up at healthmasters.com, magnesium brain food, the joint rebuilding formula on the front webpage, the uh, magnesium brain food on sale. Also, too, we have the gastrogest back in stock, bunch of stuff. So be sure to check out the website in stock right now. And the prostate support is finishing product of the week, and it looks like the B-Complex will be winning today. So be sure to check that out on the website, healthmasters.com. Have a blessed, safe, awesome night, and we'll talk to you again tomorrow as always. Broadcasting to the U.S. and around the world by way of clear digital audio, 22,500 miles above the planet. This is the Global Star Radio Network. <laughs>